So we're here with Bart van Akker, the founder and CEO of, uh, of Quality by Design, a consultancy company in the life sciences sector. He founded the company about 10 years ago. It has grown from one person, Bart, to uh, over 350 employees with presence in seven countries across two continents. In the past years, QBD has acquired several companies to accelerate growth, and they have now a consolidated revenue of about 35 million euro um, for the whole QBD group. Also interesting to know, in 2019, Bart won the Flemish Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award in Belgium. And lastly, Bart is also participating personally in several startups as an investor to support other entrepreneurs to help them build successful companies. More or less, Bart, is that a clear introduction? It's uh, quite uh, accurate. Yeah, I couldn't uh, have done it better. All right. Okay. So yeah, thank you for uh, for coming here to, to this interview. Uh, I'm just very curious about about the whole origin of uh, of QBD. Origin stories are always nice, right? So yeah. maybe you can give us an idea of uh, when and how did you get the idea and concept for for QBD when you started? Yeah. So the thing is that I'm um, uh, I'm a bioengineer from education. So I'm bioengineer, cell and gene biotechnology. So my interest and in, uh, my background is is also completely focused on the on the life science industry uh, the sector where i think all the companies uh, where i participate in or i have started were are all focusing on that uh, specific niche the, the the life sciences and when i started my career i started working at uh, big pharmaceutical companies as a consultant uh, i was doing that for a big it company and became the business unit manager and a director there but at that time i was already seeing that if you can really focus a company specifically on that life science sector that there would be a lot of opportunities uh, I, I personally always saw that that, that life sciences in healthcare and, and, and making people better that that market at that time in 2010 was still quite small and that it was going to grow in the coming years. And, and still, if you look at it nowadays, it has become much more complex, but still, I think the, the volume, the size, the increase, in, uh, the sector increase will, will keep on going. But at that time, I was working as a manager and director at a big IT company, and, and it, it wasn't going as, as I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do, eh, because you're just a very small portion in a very big company. So that's when I say, okay, I'm, I'm 30 years old, I want to have my own company when I'm uh, still 30. Uh, because having a company in the beginning uh, takes a lot of time and effort. So that's when I decided to go for it uh, and, and start uh, QBD. And I just, uh, I think the first uh, target that I set myself, I failed miserably because I, uh, company QBD was founded uh, the 18th of August and I became 31 the 3rd of August. So I missed it by 14 days. <laughs> I made up for it, I think, if you look back at the last 10 years. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I reached most of my targets, but the first one I said, I didn't reach. You didn't reach, okay. So it wasn't that a great start, but yeah, you made up for it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the motivation of, of building the company and, and starting your own your own project was really the when you were at a bigger company, you saw, I can do this somehow better yeah. in a smaller setting very specific to life sciences that that's that was your main motivation at that it? time it was of course I, I wanted to do more but i was only 30 years old i didn't uh, for example if you look at the network that i have nowadays also how the complexity of the market has evolved uh, if you look at that time uh, a lot of for example I, 
big production facility of Pfizer in, in Perth, who is now making a lot of the, uh, the COVID vaccines, which is a tremendously complex production and manufacturing uh, process. At that time, they were making like generics uh, in that side. They're just making very simple pills, putting in a blister in a package, and that was it. And at that time, there was about 90% of the production in, in pharma and life science was very simple, very not that complex. And if you look at it, okay, it was expected that, for example, cell and gene therapy, when I was graduating, we were already thinking that cell and gene therapy would be there very quickly. I think the, 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 the complete genome was sequenced in 95. Uh, I was graduated in 2003, so it was eight years uh, later. And already I mean, we were thinking, okay, we, we have now sequenced the genome. We will probably be able to read that very quickly and start doing things with it. And we're 25 years later, and it's still a big uh, book with, with just letters. And, and we still do not understand everything that is that is in it. So it, it became, I mean, it went slower than I expected, but uh, the complexity of the sector, uh, for example, if you see with, with RNA and uh, etc. in cancer therapies, personalized cell therapies, uh, all the all the field where we are working in, uh, it's a very complex, fantastic uh, environment. And also, I think that pushed us to uh, to another level uh, where we were helping. Very simple process in the beginning. Nowadays, we can help. We really bring ideas. We call it from ID to patient, so we can help uh, complex products therapies medical devices if you have an idea and i want to bring it to the patient it's a very long road ahead of you and we can we with qvd and the entire group can help you in every aspect of that thing and that's of course something we couldn't do 10 years ago and along the way we grew toward that thing. yeah yeah so so actually the, the the market getting more complex was a very good thing for qvd because then these companies require expertise uh, external expertise yeah. to help them get to the next level so Right. That's, that's... The only thing is that it's not that easy to become uh, because also the, the competition, for example, in the more simple things has become much more, uh, much more hard. And uh, we see a lot of very uh, like uh, interim or whatever going into that like staffing uh, playing field because that's like quite similar. Uh, now, again, if you go, uh, what I want to do is to not compete with those guys, but you only compete on price. I want to go for those complex more difficult challenges but then you also have to transform your organization so where we're just a staffing organization we really become a knowledge organization where competences acquiring knowledge uh, working together on, on on projects all across different aspects uh, within the life cycle of a medical uh, device or, or a therapy that has become really the key in the success of qpd and the thing is that nowadays if you look at who are our competitors we probably do not have that many anymore because we, we were we were Specialized. going to the next level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gaining more and more expertise, and then yeah. you leave somehow the, the the more simple solutions or services behind. Yeah. So, so if you look back at uh, this whole process, what, what do you think uh, took you by surprise, uh, or you might have uh, underestimated? in your journey so was there anything that you thought wow this was a big challenge that i did not expect um, no not, not not really um the thing was that if, if anyway, 
I'm, I'm, I'm quite, I'm a simple guy in the, in the case that uh, I think with a lot of uh, simple Buddhist as we say in Dutch, uh, so just common sense, uh, I think you can, uh, can already get quite far. Eh? You have to surround you by a, by a good team, make very quickly, make good decisions based on good information. But the most of the things that, that, that I saw along the way, of course, I, we grew as a company and I personally also as an as a entrepreneur, a person, uh, a father, whatever, but definitely as an entrepreneur and CEO, I also grew from, as you said, a one, one guy company to a company of 350 people with different branches. Uh, so you personally also evolved. But the thing is that it, it, it also it all came, came quite natural. Uh, that's something that I was quite surprised about. It, that the, the role that I have today is nothing compared to the role I had 10 years ago or five years ago or two or three years ago. But it comes quite naturally. If you, For example, also, if you get good advice, if you, if you surround you by, by good people, uh, that's, I think that's, that's very, very critical. It's a team effort. And so you have to let people grow, let people evolve, uh, give people opportunities and chances to make mistakes, but learn out of it and, and, and become better. I think that's that's something that I, I think is, is very fascinating uh, to see. But along the way, I, I can't say that I, that was really... Uh, I, the thing that was most... I, if you look back at it, what I'm really surprised about this is the fact is what if you look back in, in, in what, I, I, what we did as a team in 10 years, the speed in which we grew in, in that was not they no totally unexpected uh, growing so quickly and say not only just in numbers of people but also hey you talk about uh, the acquisitions with with Perkis, with Antleron, with CMAPs, with Persomet. Uh, we have so many things, so many flavors, and still uh, there's going to be another acquisition uh, uh, announced uh, probably at the end of this month. Uh, we're starting a joint venture. Uh, also, probably this year, we'll probably do another acquisition. So uh, things are going only faster, and I, I'm, I'm very curious to see where this will uh, will end. Yeah. So, so the, the yeah, what you what you did not expect was the the, the speed of success, right? Yeah. That you accomplished in those ten years. If you if you look at uh, what they always say to young entrepreneurs is that you you have a, speci a specific skill set at that moment and you have to think about what person do I need to become to really lead that company? Was that something that was, um, yeah, uh, a conscious uh, path? Because 30 years ago, if we, put, if we would have put you in this position that you are now, uh, or 10 years ago when you were 30, you probably... You you don't know where to start, right? So you grow into that position somehow. So were you consciously working as an entrepreneur on yourself to become that person that can lead this this conglomerate of companies, or how did you how did you do that on a personal level? I mean, the thing is that I, I I partner or I contact a lot of also for example entrepreneurs within the same playing field. So. Uh, I was I was part of the uh, I was part of the board of uh, ISP International Society for Pharmaceutical Engineering where I already met people. I think when I first came to the board, I think I was thirty or twenty years younger than the the next guy in the board. So the most of them were fifty or sixty, whatever. I was I was just I think at that time 30, 35 or something. So I was one of the youngest. So that that are really good spots to learn from people. Always the thing you have to learn and you have to make it your own and then 
put on your own flavor. It's not it's not something you can just copy paste. But the more I mean, the most important lesson there is is that you have to learn from people who, who have already done the same thing as you are going to do. Uh, the thing is that becomes more and more difficult. Uh, well, uh, for example, at the, the moment, for example, the, the, the position that we are in here now today, it's getting more and more difficult to find people who have done already exactly the same as the thing that I'm going to do now, having a company from 352, for example, let's say just say 1,000 people in the next uh, two to three years. That's not so easy to find, for example, in Belgium. Uh, also depends a little bit in eh, what niche you are. But getting advice uh, from people who are like-minded for example, I also started together with Reditech, the Partners in Life Sciences Initiative, which is a group of now, at that, I think, 15 uh, employees and, and CEOs who come together, who share experiences, who, who collaborate, etc. That was something that I started together with Werner Fenster, just out of the necessity to discuss things, to, to talk about the difficulties that, that we see. So indeed, that's important. And along the way, you evolve, you make things your own, you learn from your mistakes, you learn from the mistakes from others, which is also something which is much more fun <laughs> than learning from your own mistakes, uh, which is most of the time not that nice, but that's important to do. Yeah. yeah. Another question. What is the most overrated part of being an entrepreneur? Oh, it's uh, the, the, oh, it's the fact that it's, it's early. If you, for example, if you look at the, how an entrepreneur nowadays is perceived, now it's like hey, you're almost like if you're a successful entrepreneur, you're almost like a rock star or something. People think it's very fancy to do. That thing is 10 years ago. That was not the, the case. But the thing is that if you I mean, success doesn't come by itself, it's it's still uh, just working very hard. You can be an entrepreneur with a company of, of three people. And for sure, that's also very knowledgeable and, and very, very fancy. But really being an entrepreneur and bringing a company from uh, one year of revenue to 10, 50 and, and, uh, and all above, that's something completely else. So it's definitely, I, mean, I think the overrated part is that it's, 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 it's all fun and sexy and, 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 and those kinds of things, which I think you can, I think you I look at yourself, Philippe, I think you also can agree with that. It's, it's, it doesn't come easy. Eh? It's definitely, if you look back at it, it always, always looks very easy and, 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 uh, but it, it's not a journey with only ups. It's a lot of downs and a lot of, well, yeah, also being alone, uh, definitely in the beginning, which you not know, makes it. And that's one of the things I like more about uh, being in the phase we are now today, that it's it's all with a team and, and a big team. Um, so that makes it fun. But the other thing, the overrated part is it's it's only, it's like, it's a chill life. Uh, you go to sleep with it, you wake up with it. Um, there is always um, there are always things you need to take care of, things you need to discuss, and and it's not something that um, if you go on holiday, for example, it's it's still nowadays very hard to shut it up. I just went on a holiday for two weeks, and I, I was able to to not touch my email for seven days, and on the eighth day I had to open it to just have a small glimpse on it, and then on day nine I started replying. It's something it's it's something you say it's your own baby, um, so it's very hard to let it loose. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. So then another interesting question, what gets you out of bed every morning? So if everything is not just sunshine and uh, so what gets you out of bed and do it anyway, right? Yeah, that's the, the ambition. I think um, along the way, it, it became, even became uh, you know, worse. It's not a good uh, term you should call it, but I think it's, it has strengthened. It became, uh, became harder. So the ambition is, is that I have now is, is 
bigger than the ambition I had five years ago. So I'm, I'm very, 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 very curious. If you see that the, the growth, the expansion, the things, the projects that we are doing are getting more and more challenging, more and more testing. Our, our sector is also in, in despite COVID, it has, COVID has given also an additional push to science and, and, and the life science sector in, in general, which I think is, is just good because it, it, the thing is, in essence, all the life science is about making people better, giving people the capabilities to do things uh, and, and, and to, to heal people. Um, so I'm, 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 and I'm just very, very curious where, where uh, the, uh, how the ship will, will land. And, and yeah, that's, that may, that's really something that uh, I, I have a lot of ambition. I really want to go as far as I can. Doesn't even need to be that I want to be the biggest or the largest. Uh, that can be a consequence, of course. But just, I, I really want to look back at, at the, the, the road um, that we that we took and say uh, we we did we did everything possible and, and we get the max get the maximum uh, out of it yeah yeah that makes sense so with all this ambition if you if you could clone yourself Bart um, what would you do <laughs> I think my family would not be able to live with a second uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, oh, so if you yeah. would have much more time, uh, twice the amount of throughput. The thing is also, it's not that I'm, uh, um, I think I already mentioned that uh, all the, if you look at all the participation that we have, uh, I'm not the type of guy that uh, needs five houses and uh, etc. cetera. Uh, we have participation in investments in different co co uh, companies, always with a very clear focus in life sciences. Uh, I think, and I, I have no idea of no interest uh, to participate in any other company because it's a sector that I really love, what I know a lot about, but I see a lot of opportunities, uh, etc. So it's not that okay. Of course, QBD is my my biggest company. It's it's my bigger. It's my baby. Uh, it's and it will always uh, to be my favorite. But next to that, and that's what I, what I, what we what we do a lot. Uh, we, we use the profit of QBD to invest in other companies to strengthen the position of, of QBD and the QBD group in, in general. Um, so I'm already doing that a little bit. So cloning myself, you are, we, we could, of course, we could go the double as fast, but I think we're already going uh, fast enough. <laughs> so, uh, looking back on what we did, so uh, no, no, no reason to clone myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Just a final question, uh, Bart. Um, what would be your your one piece of advice to entrepreneurs uh, that are starting out? Yeah, the, 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 there is a ten, the tendency uh, nowadays to to sell quickly, and there is um, yeah, and, um, and I think that's that's not not always not always a good thing. Uh, I think it's important that, uh, for example, I think if you look at, uh, I'm not a big fan of Mark Zuckerberg, but the thing is, he was able to put aside the three billion or the four billion, and even a lot of billions uh, uh, yeah, proposition. He, he could have sold Facebook a couple of times already, but he didn't. And he brought Facebook from a very small company to the company that is today. And and if you look at that, and it's not that I say that everybody needs to be a, a three a billion x billion uh, dollar uh, company but i think nowadays what you see is that people are definitely you know, if i look around is that people sell very quickly and i say oh i'm just gonna start all over again and i, I think what you I mean, and you also there is a book from a very successful entrepreneur in in belgium um, 
which I just wrote, and he clearly states that he uh, that he looks. If he looks back at it, he probably wouldn't have sold his company because he is now very curious where where could the ship have landed. Yeah, so my yeah. advice to people is is, is just. Don't go for the easy money too quickly. If you have a successful company, you probably will be able to make it even more successful. And of course, that comes with risks. And I can and I, I can always understand that people uh, take it. But my advice would be just sing it out a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And I, I think you probably will look at look back at it with a lot of joy and a lot of proud pride. Uh, so yeah. Thank you very much, Bart, for your for your thoughts and your time in this interview today, and uh, really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. No problem. Have a nice day, Philip. You too. Bye bye.